your host, Michelle, and welcome to My Chaotic Closet. We are going to talk about Poshmark, Mercari a little bit, and whatever else comes up. So let's get into it. Okay, so first off, I have to start out by mentioning MILF Manor again, and I'm not sponsored, but like this show is so crazy, you guys. If if you're not watching a show and you love trash TV, like your girl, please watch it. Again, it's on Discovery Plus and anywhere else you can watch TLC and it is ridiculous. Like, I just can't get over it. The second episode was even crazier than the first episode. Like, I'm just like, what am I watching? But I can't wait for the next episode. So please, yeah, watch it, watch it, watch it. Also, watch the Bachelor premiere. Wasn't super into it, honestly. Like, I feel like that show's just kind of fallen off. Like, I want to be so into it. I used to do these cute little bachelor parties where we would get together and watch the show. And it was super, super fun. And I think the party was more fun than the actual show. But, like, I don't know. What's the guy's name? Like, Zach? Just wasn't feeling him. I wasn't feeling any of it. He was, like, making out with every girl. But, yes, did watch it, though. Okay, let's talk resell. So I did want to mention Mercari a little bit just because like I've been in actual shock over how little of sales I'm getting on Mercari. So I decided to look back and see like how many have I gotten exactly and I believe it was 17 in November which is actually pretty good for for Mercari lately like that's really good. I think one month I had maybe December no okay so uh, hold on okay so October must have been 17 and then November was like 15, December was like 11, and then this month I've had five. (laughs) Like, it is so sad. It is just sad, you guys. And I think I mentioned this in another episode, but I won't be cross-listing probably anything to Mercari anymore. Like, it's just not worth it to me at all. It is such a pain. They need to get get on it and fix something because the little the way that you send out offers and the fact that you can't ever like send out an offer that's that same price again it's ridiculous and it's dumb and yeah I'm over it so let's talk about my favorite selling platform Merc- oh my gosh <laughs> Poshmark <laughs> not Mercari sorry um yeah Poshmark uh yeah so I have done 210 sales this month which is kind of crazy um it's been a crazy month and obviously we it's not over yet so like I'm just kind of in shock with how many items I've sold I've really been trying these new strategies of really pushing out offers and really just accepting a lot of offers but oh man you guys today today yesterday especially were the days of low ball offers and I'm talking like so low I didn't even think you were allowed to make that kind of offer on Poshmark because I know I know you can only do it to a certain amount because I've tried to offer people I've I've maybe I've tried to lowball somebody okay um and like they they say that you have to do a certain amount and I just had a bundle with two lounge flies where she offered me $28 for both of them (laughs) And I'm like, okay, so <laughs> about that, that's going to be a no. Like, just just ridiculous offers. $12 on an item that was over $100. $5 on an item. Like, I don't know if people just don't understand or they don't care. But, like, when you're offering somebody $3, 
we make five cents and that's with no shipping discount. Okay. Cause you can't, there's no lower than that. That's as low as you can go. Five cents. If you're, if you're selling anything for five cents, you are wasting your time. Like it costs more than that in tape to get that package out the door. So please don't be taking those offers. I don't, I don't understand it. Even $5, we get $2. It's not worth it. It's just absolutely not worth it. So a lot of not accepting offers, but I did sell like 21 things today, which was pretty crazy. Um, I decided to run a $9 sale, which I would recommend. I don't know why I did $9. I guess I just did it because last time I did $10 and it did not go over well. <laughs> like it left a lot of room for people to make offers. And this time I did get a couple offers for $8 that I just accepted because I'm really trying to clear out inventory and I still made like five bucks off the item. And pretty like, here's the secret guys, pretty much everything I have listed at $9 I got at the bins. Uh, there might be a few exceptions in there of items that I picked up like at a Goodwill that I've just had for a long time and I'm ready to get out the door. And I'm thinking that the $6 I'll make back is pretty close to what I paid for the item. And at this point, like, we need to get it moving. I don't like my items to sit past the year mark and we are approaching that. And I probably have a few items. I don't actually, I don't know. Do I have any more? I had for a while, I had some items that have been listed for almost two years just because I took quite a break from resell in between there and uh, stuff that was on Mercari that just kind of sat. I don't know if I have anything, honestly. I will have to look. Let me go look and I will be right back. Okay, I'm back. So I'm actually really happy to report I only have three items that would be at the two-year mark. Um, and that's a pair of Toms that are like pink and blue striped that probably won't be going anywhere anytime soon. And I... I don't know if I, I think I did get those in the bins actually. That's probably one of my first bin strips ever. Um, a main strip dress, which again was probably from a bin, a first bin strip, I'm thinking. And I just forgot the other item, but I guess it doesn't really matter. <laughs> I think it was like a kid's item, but yeah. So I only have three items that are probably two years old, which is really good because. I definitely was at like 10 plus a few months ago. So I'm pretty proud of that. Um, definitely have been clearing stuff out and that's great. I did uh, donate, I guess you could say. I gave somebody a free shirt and actually I gave two people, two or three people today free items because I was just feeling really generous and like feeling like I wanted to get rid of this stuff. And also one girl had to wait for her top because I had put it in the wrong inventory bin and couldn't find it. So I was like, Hey, I'm so sorry. I'm going to send you a free top. Like, I hope this makes up for it. She seemed to be cool with it. So that's good. It was only like four days after she ordered it, but I still feel bad that it took me that long to get it out. So yeah. So we hopefully made up for that. I put two free items in with this girl's bundle because she got two bundles from me today and she bought a lot of items i gave her great deals on all of them but still she cleared out a lot of my inventory and i'm grateful for that so she got some freebies <laughs> um but yeah it was it was a good day of clearing stuff out i'm feeling really good about it uh definitely feeling like i need to work on my house though and probably not work on work so much tomorrow so that's what i'll be doing Today's Thursday, by the way, so this will come out on Saturday, and I will be cleaning the day before it comes out, because I really need to. <laughs> so I did go to the bins today, you guys, and I got $40 worth of stuff, which equals a large Costco bag of stuff. Um, you know, like the tote, I don't even know, it's like a big tote from Costco, so nothing huge, but 
that means I, I got like 30 something pounds, probably like 30, 30 pounds, 32. I don't know. Maybe not even. I don't know. It's $1.59 a pound. So whatever that is, I got, let's just say 30 pounds, 28 pounds. I don't know, but I got a good amount of stuff. Um, nothing designer, one free people item. What else did I get? Lots of like lucky brand sweaters and tops, like good bread and butter items, but nothing like blow you out of the water exciting, but that's okay because those items tend to sell the best anyway, because people are willing to spend 20 bucks on an item and they don't really want to spend like 50 bucks on an item, at least not very often. I also picked up, I think, three Torrid items. That's pretty cool. I got one Torrid item the last time I went. I, I didn't really get that much stuff. Like, it sounds like a lot. The fact that I spent $40 seems like a lot, but I really did not get that much stuff. Um, but yeah, I don't know. Maybe I did. I think it was about 40 items worth of stuff, but most of them were tops. Anyway, easy lists. I will have those up soon, and I'm really excited about it. I think that I'll probably make two or $300 off of that haul if I was to do the math on that. And that's, that's good. I also did apply for live selling, but I'm not, I'm not really into it. You guys, I'm honestly not. I don't see, I don't see the money in it. I really don't. I've watched several of them. I've purchased from several of them and I'm just not super into it. And I don't think it doesn't seem like stuff gets bid up very much. And it seems like you need to have a low starting point. So it just doesn't leave a lot of room for making money. So I don't even know if I get approved if I'll actually do it. I might do it like once. I was talking to my cousins about maybe just selling like books because I saw some girl do books and it actually went really well. And I can get a really good deal on books and I actually have a lot of books. So that could work out. But I'm just not into, not super into the live sales. I don't want to sit there and feel awkward when somebody doesn't buy my item. I don't want to have to like hype the crowd up to make a very minimal amount of money. <laughs> I don't know. I just don't think it's my thing. So today's topic is brands. We are going to talk about what brands have sold for me the best, what brands are selling good on Poshmark, what Google is saying that you should be selling on Poshmark, all that stuff. So today's topic is going to be below brands. I'm going to tell you guys some of my best selling brands, and then we will go over what Google says are the best selling brands on Poshmark. Now, for me, my best selling brand overall of all times is Free People. Um, I just sell a lot of that. And that's because I've done a few wholesale, not pallets, but like wholesale boxes. I've done a few mystery boxes. And it's a brand I tend to pick up a lot at the bins. Well, not a lot at the bins, but if I see it, I'm probably picking it up. And then I get it at a lot of buy, sell, trade stores as well. I'll try to get it on discount there because a lot of times they have it overpriced. But if I can catch it like on a 50% off or maybe even a 25% off, I might pick it up. And sorry, you guys probably don't know. Well, some of you may not know. Bolo, it's B-O-L-O -O, and it stands for be on the lookout. So it's brands you should be on the lookout for when you're at the bins, while you're out thrifting. These are the brands we want to keep an eye out for. And Free People is definitely one of them. Some people will, I don't know. I've heard some people really go in on different brands like, oh, Free People's oversaturated. I don't pick that up. Or Madewell doesn't sell anymore. And like, uh, I disagree with all of that. Like, yes, Free People is oversaturated. But if you're getting a hell of a deal on it, you can still flip it. Like, 
don't listen to people. <laughs> people are crazy. People want to sound like they have so much knowledge and like they're above, they know more than the average person. And it's like, dude, it's still going to sell. Like if you get a free people item for a dollar or two or $3, you are going to make a good profit off of that. Like don't not pick that up just because there's a lot of free people online. There's a lot of free people online because a lot of people are buying free people. So do not listen to that. Quick side note, I didn't even know I could look this up on Poshmark, but about 71% of the items I sell are not new with tags. And only 29% of the items I sell are new with tags, which kind of surprises me because I feel like I sell a lot that's new with tags, but I guess not. <laughs> that's kind of cool, though. It just shows you that, like, you can pick up items that aren't new with tags and they are going to sell. My second best-selling brand is Vintage which is like a category, not really a brand, but they have you on Poshmark selected as a brand. So a lot of brands can fall into that. So that doesn't surprise me too much because I do pick up a lot of vintage items if I think they're cute or I think they will sell. So moving on, my third best-selling brand is Torrid, which kind of surprises me. Like, I feel like I sell a good amount of Torrid, but I wouldn't have thought that'd be number three. So interesting. Fourth is Madewell, which is not too much of a surprise. And my fifth is Zara. I don't really want to go through the whole list, but yeah, those are my top selling brands right there. Free People, Anything Vintage, Torrid, Madewell, and Zara. And I would say those are all great items to sell on Poshmark. Great brands to look for. I personally don't like picking up stuff that's from Free People that's too old. I have noticed that kind of sits for a while. Unless it's, like, super cute. If it's super cute, super boho, crocheted, beading detail, whatever, and it's a little bit old, that's okay. But if it's if it's just kind of dated, like, and it's just not really in style, I'd say go ahead and leave that. Now, when it comes to vintage, you kind of have an advantage with vintage because you can price it how you want to. Probably not oversaturated or maybe not even any other pieces like your piece that you're going to list. So that's always really nice. I think that's a great pickup if it's in good condition is to pick up vintage items. It can be kind of hard though, because you're like, is this from the eighties? Is it from the nineties? How do I get info on it? I say, just don't put that, don't disclose that info. If you don't have it, like just list it as vintage, <laughs> like put, put, show the pictures of the tag, show everything and you'll be good. People will still buy it. Um, Torrid great pickup for sure. As long as it's in great condition. I think if it's anything less than excellent used condition, you shouldn't pick it up. Uh, even t-shirts sell really well for me for, from Torrid as long as they are in excellent used condition or they are new with tags. Okay, now Madewell. Let's talk about Madewell. I have a love-hate relationship with Madewell because some pieces from them sell really, really well. And then others just tend to sit. So... You know, I, I still pick it up. If it's in the bins, I'm definitely picking it up. I don't I don't love the really old pieces. Same kind of thing. If it's the old tag or it just looks really old, I'm not going to pick it up. But if it's in, like, very good pre-owned condition or higher, I will pick it up and list it. Um, Zara is kind of the same thing. Like, most of it sells really well. If it's a blogger favorite, it sells very well. And you can kind of find out if it's a blogger favorite by taking a photo of it on Google Lens, uploading it, and just seeing if a lot of listings come up, if it's coming up on blogs. If there's lots of photos of people wearing it, it's probably a blogger favorite. 
Okay, so another brand that I didn't mention that's like, I think it's seventh on my list is Lulu's. And Lulu's I'm kind of, I'm iffy on. I'm iffy. It used to sell really well for me, but now I'm at the point where I'm probably only going to pick it up if it's at the bins. I used to pick it up at Goodwill. I'd pay like, I'd pay up for it. I'd pay like $8.99 for it, maybe $12.99 if it was new at tags. I won't do that anymore because it does not sell for a lot. I have been letting pieces that are brand new with tags go for $12 to $15. Those were from the bins, but like that seems to be the price people want to pay for brand new Lulu's. <laughs> so unless it's like a really substantial piece, such as like one of their more wedding-like dresses or an actual wedding dress or an evening gown, ooh, I personally don't think it's a great brand to pick up and list on Poshmark. But with the bins price, you can still make a pretty good profit sorry, profit if you sell it for 15 bucks. So, you know, that's still like at least $10 in profit. So that's not bad, but yeah, I say that's a bins pickup only. I'm going to go ahead and skip to number seven since number six, as well as number eight, both have to do with Loungefly. It's Disney and Loungefly. And that's because I sold off almost my entire Loungefly collection and it's a great brand to sell on Poshmark, but not really to make a profit on unless you really want to source out like specific brands that people are, you know, after. And you're probably going to have to do that online because it's not really easy to get lounge flight anywhere other than online. I have picked it up a few times at buy, sell, trade stores, but it's not a brand that's going to be like really out there for you to get. So I kind of think that's not even really <laughs> worth mentioning, honestly. So let's go ahead and talk about anthropology anthropology it's love hate as well i have items that will just sit or sell for absolutely nothing i think if you it's the same kind of thing you need to find the substantial pieces the pieces that are a little bit more rare like the rare gems and they will sell pretty well for you but most of the stuff not great i thought it would be interesting to see what the top selling brands of jeans are on poshmark especially because i'm trying to get into selling jeans Funny enough, like, that used to be, like, the only thing I would sell. When I sold on eBay, I would flip Seven for All Mankind jeans like no other. I used to flip Page Premium jeans because those used to be in style. True Religion jeans, AG jeans, and I'm sure there's a few more. I think Citizens of Humanity, Hudson. I was all about the jeans. I loved to buy jeans and flip them. I love to go to the Goodwill and find the expensive brands of jeans and then flip them for like a hundred plus dollars on eBay because you used to be able to do that. Now it's a joke. <laughs> like you cannot get that much for a pair of seven for all mankind or true religion jeans. I'm sure. I think now from what I've heard, a Goldie is a great brand to sell. I have never seen this brand before ever in my life. I did recently sell a pair of mother jeans that I got at Nordstrom Rack. And I sold those in a bundle for 105 with another little sweater I paid 15 bucks for. Cute little heart cardigan. And I believe I paid like 20, maybe 30 for the jeans max. So I made like at least a 50 to $60 profit on that bundle, which was nice. But I don't buy a lot of jeans. I really don't. Oh, I've sold good American jeans before too for a pretty decent profit. Like that's one that I have now purchased twice, once from a buy-sell trade and then once from Nordstrom Rack. That pair is still listed. I have a pair from Seven for All Mankind that is listed, and then I have a couple of Madewell pairs that are listed. I don't know, and I have a lot to list, you guys. 
a lot. Oh, also, last year and the year before that, and probably the year before that, I sold, like, almost exclusively Levi's. <laughs> I think I just wore myself out on jeans. Like, vintage Levi's were my thing. 512s, 550s, 501s. Like, I'm still pretty well-versed on Levi's, but I'm kind of just, like, bleh when it comes to selling them. <laughs> because I sold so many of them. And, like, I still love them. I've got so much love for Levi's. I just don't want to list them. But the the fact of the matter is I have so many pairs I need to list, so I need to change that. And I know that they are selling really well. Levi's are selling very well on Poshmark. So, again, Bolo brand right there, especially if they're vintage. I will say when it comes to selling Levi's, the smaller the size, the better. People want the very small sizes and the high-waist vintage jeans. What they don't want is stretch denim. Like, I see this list all the time. People trying to say, like, oh, these these are 512s. And it's like, Levi's has a few styles of 512s. There's a vintage style, and then there's, like, this old, nasty, old lady style that's, like, a stretch denim people try to interchange the two and it just does not work like that so if you do want to sell Levi's you need to be looking for the vintage styles and the smaller sizes and you will do very well they do well on Depop as well I have sold a couple pairs on there but I'm not a huge fan of that selling platform so there's that okay guys so I did a little bit of research onto brands that sell well on Poshmark when it comes to jeans if you Google it, there's a lot that comes up, but I think a lot of it is very inaccurate. Like, I saw a lot that said Seven for All Mankind, True Religion, Rock Revival, and in my opinion, those brands are not selling very well on Poshmark. Now, obviously, that differs per person. Like, there probably are some people out there that are just, like, killing it, selling some Miss Me jeans and Rock Revival jeans and all that. Like, I'm sure they sell, but I'm kind of looking for more brands that are selling in general very well on Poshmark and I found a list that I think I think is about hitting the nail on the head so let's go over it. I'm getting this info from Spending Under 30 on YouTube because they are big sellers it's her and her husband and their video was the most recent so the brands she said that are her number one selling brands are Mother Jeans as number one which doesn't surprise me this one does kind of surprise me for number two. Seven for All Mankind Dojos, which I do know that that specific style, which is like the style that has like a seven on the butt, does sell better than the other styles. Number three is Madewell. Four, Universal Standard, which I've never sold before. Five, Miss Me. That surprises me. Six, AG. Seven, Ariat. Eight, Free People. Okay, okay. Like, yeah, that makes sense, but she doesn't even have a Goldie on there, but I think they're also going off of, like, findability, meaning brands that you're going to come across more often, so those are good to keep in mind for sure. I also want to go a little bit further with this research, and I'm going to go on to Poshmark, and I'm going to see what has sold most recently for, like, let's do, like, $50 to $150, and just kind of see what brands are selling on Poshmark, like, find out for ourselves, you know? Okay, last minute decision. I put in 50 to 2500 because I was like, why wouldn't we want to know about the more expensive brands? And I, so I, what I did for my search was I did, let's see, what did I do? The price, I did size all. Um, and then I also sorted them, obviously, availability sold. And then I sorted them by just in. So we're seeing like what most 
recently sold and for how much. So here's the list of what I'm getting. Madewell Vintage Wash Jeans. They sold for $79. So that's really good to keep in mind. And hey, look, it's Madewell. Uh, Mother Jeans that had sold for $120. Both of these were new with tags. A pair of a Goldie Jeans sold for $151. And they are the 90s crop. And they also were new with tags. And then here's this brand I've never heard of. Neely Lowton. And that sold for $145. Um, let's see what else we have on here. Reformation, which I didn't even know they made jeans, honestly. 145. And Rick Owens? What the heck? Hold on, I need to look into this. You guys, these jeans sold for $275 and they are they look filthy. And apparently they are new, so apparently they're supposed to look like that. They're designed to look worn and dirty. Ew. Ew, ew, ew. But apparently that's a brand to be on the lookout for. Rick Owens. Owens. Didn't even know it was a brand. There's actually two of them that sold for $275. I don't know if that was a mistake, but there are two listed there. Frank and Eileen, I've heard of this brand before. Definitely never seen it. Uh, Levi sold for $60, so that's always good. Another pair of Mother Jeans sold for $159. A pair of Spanx Denim Bells sold for $158. There are so many brands on here I don't know, you guys. Like, I need to get well-versed in denim brands that are popular right now. Jesse Cam, never heard of it. Sold for $100, not even new. And then here's a pair of Pistola jeans that I guess are from Revolve. $65, so that's good. Everlane, I do have some Everlanes I need to list, actually. Sold for $53. Pair of Good American that sold for $79. Let's see, another pair of Good American. Okay, so I'm getting it. Like, a Goldie... I'm seeing a lot of a Goldie, Good American, Levi's, and Mother. But that seems to be the top brand. So that is what I'm going off of. <laughs> Those are the brands I want to start getting and listing. So if you guys are interested in denim too, I don't know, maybe do a little research for yourself. See what's out there selling. This is what I do when I'm trying to figure out like what brands I need to keep an eye on. I will also go and sort it by likes, like for available listings or sold listings. And then just see what items were liked the most as well. It kind of shows you what's popular, what people are after, you know? Okay, just for the hell of it, I decided to do the same thing with dresses. Because I personally love selling dresses. And I could always use more knowledge on what brands I should be looking out for. So what I'm seeing, just so you guys know, I searched $100 to $5,000. Because I want to see the designer stuff too. The... Most recent that sold was a Free People, what's it called? Extra Van, Extra Tropical Maxi Dress. Um, It's like a really pretty purple low back dress. It sold for $250, you guys. That's insane. This is so interesting. There is this boho dress that's actually unbranded in a boutique dress that sold for $198. That really surprises me and apparently it sells out all the time it's really popular like it's pretty but I can't imagine buying an unbranded dress for that price but hey <laughs> I don't know okay so then there's this dress from self-portrait a brand I also have never heard of um very beautiful dress that sold for 298 dollars and it's stunning so it's no surprise there Another free people dress that sold for $200, the Santa Maria. It's very pretty as well. Here's a little proof not to sleep on Zara because some people are like, oh, Zara sucks. This dress sold for $159, you guys. It's just like this little 
sheer looking sparkly dress. Yeah, $159. Like, that's freaking nuts for Zara. Also, three free people Adela Maxis sold for $115 each. So what I'm getting here is that free people maxi dresses are where it's at. And I would have to agree with that. Like, those usually sell very well for me. Ted Baker dress sold for $100. Reformation dress that sold for $245. Uh, Show Me Your Moo Moo that sold for $157. Another Free People Maxi for $110. Oh yeah, for Love and Lemons, that's always good. $160, but it's also a wedding-ish, <laughs> very interesting wedding dress, but it's cute. Um, but it looks like that's what she... Oh, she wore it for engagement photos. I lied. Okay, well, very nice engagement photos. A dress from Maud Cloth and Chi Chi London. And then I'm seeing two more Reformation dresses that both sold for almost $200. Speaking of Reformation, you guys, I purchased like 10 different Reformation dresses this week, which is bad because I shouldn't be sourcing this much, but I found some amazing steals, okay? Like I couldn't help myself. I also got a Hulken bag. It came in today. It is literally my everything. I'm obsessed with it. If you don't know what they are, look them up. It's H-U-L-K-E-N. I got the large and rose gold. I'm absolutely obsessed with it. You can stack so many packages in there and then just glide it into the post office. Like, it is brilliant. I'm using this thing for everything. I'm using it to grocery shop from now on. I'm... I'm going to use it for laundry in my house, cleaning up in my house. Like, I freaking love it. I just hope my kids don't destroy it when they get back from their dad's house and see it. Because they're going to be like, oh, it's shiny and I want to play with it and probably going to try to get in it. And that is not good. I hope you guys appreciated that I dragged this episode out for you. I had, I've had a couple requests to have longer episodes and I'm really trying to make that happen. It's hard sometimes, but... You know, I was able to ramble for 30 minutes today, so I hope you guys appreciate that. Um, I'm, again, sorry that I have not been able to get co-hosts on here yet or guests, but I am working on it. You know, this life is crazy. Mom life is crazy. I get it. I'm sure you guys get it as well. But yeah, I'm just really grateful for everybody who listens to the podcast. It has grown so much in like the last two weeks, it's absolutely nuts. I'm so excited. I can't wait to just see where else it goes, really. And yeah, I'll talk to you guys on Monday. Bye. Don't forget to follow us on Instagram at My Chaotic Closet Podcast. And also, don't forget to rate and subscribe to the podcast because it helps us out a ton. It pushes the podcast out there so more people can listen to it. And we actually have been growing quite a bit and it's pretty amazing. Like our, it's just everything went up really quickly and it's freaking cool. So I can't wait to see what else happens. And yeah, talk to you guys on Monday.